The following program is a paid advertisement. The views reflected on this show are not necessarily the views of ESPN 1000. Chauncey's Great Outdoors is brought to you by Waterworks, 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills, Paul's Pizza in Westchester, DiamondGhostCharters.com, HookandHuntTV.com, Midwest Outdoors Magazine, the magazine for the true Midwest sportsman, Run Lake Area Tourism at Visit renlake.com and enjoy renlake.com bizbait the soft plastic baits made for the professional bass angler who want to catch more fish that's bizbait.com don't forget for that true canadian experience go to visit sunsetcountry.com that's visit sunsetcountry.com <laughs> This is Chauncey from Chauncey's Great Outdoors. Come on out and follow me into the great outdoors. Whether it's close to home or across this great country, come on out and follow me. Oh, hey, everybody. I hope you got through the 4th of July week, got a couple extra days off, and did a little bit of fishing. Weather was, I think, weather was good all over the Midwest. We did pretty good. A little bit of wetness up north in Wisconsin, I know of, and but uh, and farther south. But it, otherwise, uh, the you know middle Midwest was pretty good, and I know the East Coast got hit with some big heat also. Uh, so And rain's hitting them with that uh, Elsa, I think it is, the hurricane. But, you know, on this week's show, I think we've got something pre- pretty good planned for you. Uh, we're going to have on the crappy professor. Yes, the crappy professor. Mr. Jim Kopjow will be on to talk about how to find those hard-to-find midsummer crappies. You know, the fish didn't leave the lake. We just have to figure out where they're at. And hopefully Jim is going to talk to us about where to find those hard-to-find crappies or what we should do or try or, you know, different techniques. I mean, he's the man who uh, is there, and we, you know, we know that he's got all the magic answers. That's all I can say. He's really sharp on that. And then Mr. Nature himself, the man I love who knows everything about anything and everything in the great outdoors. You know who we're talking about. (laughs) Mr. Stan Tequila. That's right. He's going to be coming on to talk to us about the bald eagle. Since a little patriotic time here, you know, with the 4th of July. And, you know, their comeback and a whole lot more and how, you know, people have uh, the set up those cameras, different agencies where you can watch the eagles, and that, that'll drive you crazy. It's just I, I get lost watching an eagle up in a nest early in the spring. And But he's going to talk about the cyclical, the what they go through throughout the year. So that's going to be a cool thing to listen to Stan Tequila uh, talk about the, the American and bald eagle, their, their comeback, and more. And I said, he's one of my favorite nature guys. He's a photographer. He's an author. And you can find more info at naturesmart.com because this it's the books, the more talks, Everything is right there, and is somebody you're going to really enjoy listening to. And then in our last segment of the show, we'll have uh, the Aiden Fishing Report. Captain Tony's coming on the show sometime. I don't know exactly when he's coming on. They're, they're in the program, but he'll be up on the show to talk about what's happened on Lake Michigan. And we'll get some other outdoor news and information for you, just so you can enjoy the outdoors this weekend and more for the rest of the summer. 
and with the kids, families, and friends, all right here on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. Remember to tell all your friends to tune in to us, whether it's on AM1000 like this, or they can go to the ESPN Chicago app that you can download for free, listen to the stream anywhere in the world, and they sure do, and just have some fun with us on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. So why don't you uh, kick back and, well, wait a minute. Now let's hear from Captain Tony somewhere out on the big pond of Lake Michigan. Tony, how are you? Good morning, Josh. How's everything going? Oh, buddy, I, I'm doing okay, but I, I Lake Michigan has not been especially nice because it's been not bad. It was ugly, and then it got a little better, and then it got really ugly. <laughs> yeah, you know, we had some uh, north winds here the other day, and we had some big rollers come in, some hard white caps chopping at us, and it got ugly. Yeah, got to be careful out there now. Well, you do, but, you know, uh, if, you know, you're planning it right and looking at the weather and looking at your uh, radar, not radar, but your uh, your cell phone weather reports and cell phone radar, you can get out there in between storms and stuff when the lake is looking good, and you can still catch some nice fish, right? Oh, yeah, you can definitely catch some fish. There's still a bunch of big cohos around. Uh, actually, we took a king this morning, probably about 11 pounds. Uh uh, very well. There's lake trout still around. There's always lake trout around, but mm-hmm. you know, you you take the good with the bad, and a fish is a fish. Oh, that's true too. Fish is a fish. Um, you know, I know that uh, there's still you know balls of uh, alewives that a lot of these fish are eating, right? Yeah, there's a few around. Not a lot. A lot of it's really inshore and in, uh, 40 feet of water, but we haven't been fishing there. It mm-hmm. uh, looks good, but there's no hooks around it. Uh, anywhere from 90 to 1, uh, it don't want to be that vague, 90 to 120 to 120 to 150. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's little pockets of fish. You start catching fish, mark it on your plotter, and keep working the area. Yeah, well, that's good. The uh, You said you're still you're picking up a few kings here and there? Yeah, the kings are starting to show up. Not Nothing really big, uh, but a few here, a few there. Mm-hmm. Uh, coho is for whatever reason they're eating well because you said you're getting eight, nine, ten pounders, right? Oh yeah, yeah. We took we probably took a eight, nine pounder this morning. Yeah. You know, so I mean the the activity, the action's going good. Uh, you still doing uh, flies and dodgers on the for the coho? Yeah, we're still. Uh, you know, we upsized the flies. You know, uh, uh, three, four inch flies are still working. Uh, some red Dodgers are working, chrome Dodgers with white flies. Uh, I have a Dodger they call Broken Glass. It's an old-school Dodger. He's been working with a white fly, taking cohos and kings. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, I'm still running a few yellow birds uh, really high up in the water column, like, you know, about 50 behind the bird. Mm-hmm. Uh, with a basic coho little fly, half cut. Uh, think all the all the aquas eating out of them, and we took two cohos on this today. Uh, we're running uh, some 11s, 10s, 8s, 6s, and lead cores. Mm. Uh, a bunch of spoons on them. They've been taking fish periodically. Uh, you could put a dodger out on them. You know, use the big uh, church boards or the big uh, yellow birds, one of the two. You know, they'll work for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, that's the program. Dipsies are still taking fish. Wow. So, I mean, it's really you know, a, a mixed bag. And, and when you go out there, you need to throw a mixed bag out there. Yeah, yeah. You got to cover the water columns, you know, see where they're active, you know. Uh, our first fish came 22 down. 
you know, so it's pretty high up in the column. Then mm-hmm. the next one came, you know, 45 down, and then mm-hmm. we had a yellow bird bite. Yeah. And you know, so it's good to still see the silver fish around, which is pretty nice. Yeah. And if you're, you know, get to the Lake Michigan and, you know, always keep an eye on that weather because if you get a, a, a cool front that moves through and that fog shows up, unless you've got radar on your boat, you can have a hard time finding shore, can't you? Right, right. Your best bet is if you got, you know, your regular GPS on your boat, as soon as you get to the mouth of the harbor, mark it, you know. Mm-hmm. You can actually use your little plot screen to do that before you even go out and mark mm. a spot. Okay. You know, and this way, if you come back in the fog and don't speed, you know, fog's yeah. a killer. Oh, it is. Hey, Tony, if somebody wants to get a hold of you to do a, a, a weekday charter or a very few of the weekends that you have open yet, uh, what's the best way to get a hold of Diamond Ghost Charters? I would call the office at area code 847-838-2037. You can visit me on the World Wide Web at www.diamondghostcharters.com. Mm-hmm. Click on charter rates, and there's all my rates right there. There's pictures, pictures of Chauncey catching fish. <laughs> my God, you caught a lot of fish on this boat, Chauncey. Yes, I have. <laughs> 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 yes, I have. Uh, I know you have. I got pictures to prove yeah. it. <laughs> and what do we all yell on Diamond Ghost? Fish, fish on. on. <laughs> there you go. All, all right, right, everyone, be safe out there and uh, catch the fish. Bye-bye, Tony. Chauncey's Great Outdoors is on the road again, so mark your calendars for August 7th from 6 to 7 a.m. for our live remote indoors at Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs in Westchester, Illinois at 31st and Wolf Road. We'll have a show packed with fun, prizes, special guests, and more. All at the live remote at Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs at 31st and Wolf Road, August 7th from 6 to 7 a.m. Don't miss this once-a-year extravaganza. Illinois Department of Public Health rules for face masks apply. If you fish and hunt in Illinois, you'll love Midwest Outdoors magazine. Right now, you can get a full year of Midwest Outdoors, 12 issues, for only $14.95. That's a $15 savings off the regular newsstand price. Whatever species you fish, whatever game you hunt, Midwest Outdoors experts will share their time-tested techniques and favorite spots with you. Each month, Midwest Outdoors has dozens and dozens of articles, reports, maps, and proven methods to help you enjoy the outdoors. Illinois residents receive a free state section focusing on fishing and hunting right here in Illinois. Pick up Midwest Outdoors at leading newsstands. Or to save $15 off the annual cover price, subscribe to Midwest Outdoors. You'll get 12 issues for only $14.95. Call now, 1-800-606-3474. That's 1-800-606-FISH. Visa, MasterCard, and American Express are accepted. Or to subscribe online, punch up MidwestOutdoors.com on the web. Midwest Outdoors, helping people like you enjoy the outdoors. Plan your next Illinois adventure to Ren Lake, where the fun begins. Ren Lake is situated in the heart of scenic southern Illinois and can offer you 19,000 acres of water fun and recreation all within Interstates 57 and 64. At their website, enjoyrenlake.com, you can learn about Southern Illinois lodging at its finest, restaurants, family activities, bike trails, camping, and some fantastic fishing and hunting all in one spot at Ren Lake. And it's one of my favorite places to go. So go to enjoyrenlake.com or call them at 314-580-2577. 314-580-2577 and plan your next Illinois adventure that will have you coming back again and again. Illinois, 
mile after magnificent mile. Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs on 31st and Wolf Road in Westchester has everything you love and more. They're new take-home meals from Paul's Market right there in the store where you can bring it home, heat it, and enjoy your choice of baked lasagna, eggplant, baked rigatoni with vodka sauce, sausage and basil sauce, and more. Or you can try one of Paul's new family meals that will feed four to six people hot Ready for the table from eggplant parmesan, ricotta, gnocchi, chicken parmesan with sides, and a dessert you can't go wrong. And while you're at Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs on 31st and Wolf Road in Westchester, pick up a sandwich along with your take-home heat and eat meal for that true comfort food feeling. Place an order for pickup or delivery by phone to 708-531-9080 and tell them Chauncey sent you. When you're fishing for salmon with Diamond Ghost Charters on Lake Michigan, the two words every fisherman loves to yell is, Fish on! And Captain Tony of Diamond Ghost Charters will put you on the fish when you're looking to go. A salmon fishing trip with Diamond Ghost Charters is a perfect way to spend a half a day or a full day out fishing with friends, family, or co-workers all on Lake Michigan. So let Diamond Ghost Charters out of Winthrop Harbor hook you up with a chunky summer coho, a trophy fall king, or a lunker lake trout. They're all waiting for you with Diamond Ghost Charters. Don't wait. Call Captain Tony at 847 838 2037. That's 847 838 2037. And get ready to yell, fish on! Visit sunsetcountry.com and discover a world of possibilities from fishing, hunting, attractions, events, camping, tournaments, boating, and more. Whether you're staying at a resort for a week or camping or just passing through, there are plenty of things to do in Sunset Country. And you can find it all on visitsunsetcountry.com. But the key to planning a perfect trip to Northwest Ontario is to go online to visitsunsetcountry.com and order your free Sunset Country travel guide and fishing map. And not dream about a Canadian trip, but be part of a Canadian trip at visitsunsetcountry.com. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors Radio Network. For more information, contact us at chaunceymedia at aol.com. This segment is brought to you by Waterworks. Waterworks Boat Sales at 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills, 708-798-9700. One pike, two pike, three pike, four. Let's hit the lake again and catch some more. My name is Shad Chawalski. And I'm DJ Sweet. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors on ESPN AM 1000 in Chicago. You can catch them in the lake. If you ever grab a hold of one, your hands are going to smell. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Chauncey's Great Outdoors. And, oh, the phone is ringing. Let's see if the man is there. Yes, it is. It's Jim Kupcha, the crappy professor. Am I correct with that? Oh, yes, sir, you are. How we doing, Sean? <laughs> yes, everyone. This is, I mean, we had a unbelievable spring with uh, crappie fishing and all kinds of stuff. And, you know, once they're done spawning and you get a couple little hot, you know, runs here, it seems like people go, where did the crappie go? They must have all died. No, they didn't die, did they? Nope, nope. They're still in the lake. In fact, uh, you now have the males and females concentrated together, which makes it a lot easier to contact fish. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, during the spawn, you're either targeting the bedding males, which are very dark in color, 
mm-hmm. or the egg-laden females, which are usually on that first drop-off away from the bank. Hmm. Okay. Now, th- that's just it. You know, we are so used to, uh, you know, fishing the brush, fishing the shallows, fishing the, you know, close-in structure in the spring. But in the, you know, in the summertime, where do, where, where do we start looking for these fish? And, you know, everyone, we're talking with Jim Cupjoy, and he does, you know, guiding on a number of different lakes in uh, northeastern Illinois. And I think you may even know, do you do southern Wisconsin? No, I do not. Okay, I was I knew Northern Illinois you did. But I mean, here we are. I mean, how does somebody reprogram themselves? I think that's <laughs> the interesting way of saying it. How do you reprogram yourself to find these fish in July and August? You know, the first thing that I learned a long time ago, Chauncey, was to leave that depth finder running and as you pulled away from the boat ramp, if you turn your sensitivity up just a little bit, you're going to get out over the basin of the lake and start to see uh, some background noise or a layer of the water, which is separated by water temperature called the thermocline. And there are very, very distinct, three things very distinctly that happen at the thermocline. You have a uh, nutrient-rich environment, but you have a pH break, a temperature break, and a dissolved oxygen spike. And that's just a great recipe for all the bait fish that swim in the lake to hang around at that layer, and all the game fish are going to follow. Yeah, I, I've said it so many times. I didn't think about it for crappie, but if you fo- follow the buffet table, basically the little fish, you're going to find the fish you're looking for. And I never thought about that for crappie. You know, and if you can take it one step further and find something that penetrates through the thermocline, be it standing timber, mm-hmm. uh, brush piles, or fish cribs. That's just a bonus spot that it concentrates a lot of fish in a very confined area. And these thermoclines that we're talking about, uh, everyone we're talking with Jim Cupchow and the, the crappie professor just and guide, this guy's really good. At, he's got a nose for crappie when he's on the water. But the thing is, when you get below that thermocline, and you mentioned dissolved oxygen, Fish don't want to hang in where they can't breathe, right? You are correct. And, and, and although it's probably a little bit more comfortable as far as temperature, there's not enough de- dissolved oxygen down there for them to spend any length of time. Mm. Well, I always said, you know, the thermocline is like you and your house on a 95-degree day when the humidity is 80%. You want to be in the air conditioner, in your lounge chair, watching TV, with the air blowing on you and because you're able to breathe, you're more comfortable, you got a box, you know, a a bowl of chips and some dip. And this way, it's same thing with the fish. That's what they're doing. They're finding that comfort zone and hanging in there. There are some lakes, and you may even correct me on this, but there are some lakes in Northern Illinois that people say don't even go below the thermocline because it's like nothing. Right, right. It's like the Barren Sea. You may occasionally pick up some fish, but it's not a very productive pattern. Uh, it's not a numbers game when you're doing it like that. Mm, okay. Never never thought about, about that like that. Now, you know, okay, here's the next big question, Mr. Crappy, <laughs> is, <laughs> you know, what do we go with bait? Well, you know, in the springtime, we go out there with our little minnows on little jigs, and, you know, we get them with our slip bobbers. Is that what we do again? I mean... 
Well, you can you can have that one-two punch where you you have at your arsenal some some minnows that you can suspend uh, below a slip bobber, and depth is very critical. So a slip bobber is probably the the easiest way to present your baits time and time again every cast at a, a prescribed depth and take advantage of their tendency to be right near that thermal plane. Mm-hmm. What really comes into its own is working twister tails, shad bodies. And we're not tipping our baits with anything, Chauncey. It's not a spike or wax worm. Mm. We might put some scent on the bait, uh, but you're getting a really good, quick reaction out of the fish. Anything that swims by them, you get in the right spot, and you'll catch a lot more fish repeatedly casting, counting down your bait uh, you know, to that zone. Mm. Now, if somebody is um, doing this, and you, you said sh- you're talking about small crankbaits? You know, I don't run too many crankbaits, uh, but shad body, like twister oh, sh- tail okay, or, sh- or plastic. Okay, shad body. I, I thought you said shad wrap. I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, that would be a whole different time frame there. Oh, yeah, exactly. Oh, okay, so a shad, a shad type body. and that, oh, I never thought of that. It's quite interesting. And, uh, and because, once again, we get stuck on ourselves where we're going to go crappie fishing with our crappy rig and two minnows and we're going to set it on the bottom well that ain't happening and you got you got to think about it before you do that that's pretty cool well what are some of the better lakes that you have found in the area for crappie i i know you you're a big fan of shabana um i and you know i know you keep your uh you you got your sweet spots over at the heideke lake uh even i don't know about those sweet spots <laughs> Um, that, that is a tough nut to crack. It takes some time on the water to learn that body of water. It, it, it's, it's not as prevalent with cover as, as Shabanai is. No, no, it isn't. And, and I used to know Heideke really well until that all changed when it became a natural, cool water lake, not a hot water lake. Correct, correct. The dynamics really, the, the tables were turned on us for sure. Yeah, and, and I still, when I fish that lake... I don't do as good as I used to. I catch some fish, but I'm not doing the, the levels that I were out at that lake. And I think that's some of the important things that, uh, you know, to do to get them, you know. Uh, and, and that way, you know, that that's just, you know, uh, one of the other ones. Uh, I, I know sometimes they do pretty good at, um, what do you call it, uh, Braidwood Lake. And you know, we... We used to do better out there. Um, I, I think it's just that seasonally it gets really, really hot in the summer. Uh-huh. Yes. You know, when it first opens, I, I believe it's in March, you can do better. Mm-hmm. Uh, just for the style of fishing that I'm doing anyway. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. Oh, you know, now some people I know, you know, love fishing rivers for crappie. Um. Yeah, you know, when I when I say river, you know, if, if I fish a river for crappie, I'm going to be way out of a current area. I'm not, I'm, you know, those crappies don't want to fight a current. Yeah, I don't think their body shape is is suited to fight current. It's not like a walleye or a catfish. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, that they seem to uh, be more suited for fighting the current. Where a crappie, bluegill, white bass, although white bass have a tendency to do well in some river environments more so than crappie. Mm-hmm. Crappie really aren't a big fan of being pushed around by current. No, no, they're not. They, they just, I don't know, they don't like it. 
hey, right, we're, we're, what the heck? Hey, Joe, what are we doing here? Let's go find a backwater, you know? And they're going to do something like that. But but once again, a lot of those backwaters are going to get too warm, and they're not going to want to be in those backwaters. So you're going to have to find that spot where you're out of a current but still in an area where they feel safe and comfortable. Uh, you know, some of them might be a wing dam. Some of them might be a lot of things. But uh, it's, you know, river fishing for crappies can be a little bit of a challenge. That's why I always jig for sauger. <laughs> your crappies. There you go. <laughs> Oh my goodness gracious! But well, that's that was kind of a couple interesting baits, and and then in the fall it kicks into another direction, doesn't it? You know, I have a lot of people. We go back and forth on a little bit of a uh, debate. They say, well, they really put the feed bag on for winter um, for the doldrums of winter, and I said, well, we're really the, the correct way to state it is that temperatures come back down to a, uh, a, a band of temperatures that they're uh, more comfortable in moving around and feeding. Mm-hmm. So the upswing in activity, the, you know, the, the hot bites that we get into in the fall, it's just that the surface temp comes back down to parallel to what it was in the spring. So you get back into that 62 and 68 the degree surface temp, and there's a huge spike in the crappie activity. Mm-hmm. Um, the, one of the first lakes we go down to, you mentioned other bodies of water, Evergreen Lake really has a fantastic fall bite. And that's one of the first lakes that cools off that that shows up in. Mm. Uh, Bridgeport Eddie likes that lake. Uh, yes, he does. Yeah, they he have... has uh, Lake Sarah and uh, Shelbyville. Mm-hmm. A little further south, but uh, yeah, that, that fall bite really comes into its own where they're very predictable. So. The uh, now you know further south in Illinois, even with the, the the heat that we're having, Rend Lake has been producing good numbers of crappie almost all year long. You know, I, and I think you probably have a network of friends you could touch base with them. The habitat programs that they started down there, the brush piles, state beds, uh, Georgia cubes, Shelbyville cubes. There's a lot of PVC product that's being uh, introduced that really mm-hmm. is, is making it a, a year-round pursuit for crappie. Mm. Okay. Well, that's cool. Hey, um, like I said, I, I, and you also do your guide service from what I think is one of the greatest greatest boats to do a guide trip on. <laughs> what, what are you running now? We have a 1985 Sleepwater 24-foot pontoon boat that we completely rebuilt. Uh, we reorganized the furniture, so there's more fishing chairs than lounges or loungers and, and uh, sofas, if you will. But we've, got, we've added all the whistles and bells, John. So mm-hmm. we've got the 2D chirp. We've got the side imaging, down imaging. We've got the Garmin Live Scope. Uh, it, it's a fishing machine, and it's so comfortable to cast and work from yeah. that uh, it, it, it's it's a guide's guide's dream. It, yeah. It's really nice to guide out of it. Yeah, and I'm gonna t- I want people to know that when you go out on a pontoon boat for a guide trip, you're gonna say, "Why didn't I do this before?" <laughs> it is so nice to fish from. It really is. So comfortable, nice, etc. Hey, Jim, if somebody wants to get a hold of you to set up a guide trip, what's the best way to do this? You know, they can call me at my cell phone number, Chance, at area code 
1962, or they can look up Jim Capcho, the crappie professor on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Either one of those, I'll, I'll reply pretty quick. Uh, it, it's full time for me now, so it, it, it's you know we're we're going every day, so it's awesome to uh, you know to finally be back at it. Cool. And uh, if he does have time and he's not on a trip, he may even pop in at uh, the, our live remote at Paul's Pizza for uh, Chauncey's Great Outdoors on the first Saturday in uh, August. That is definitely on the docket. Uh, <laughs> we're looking forward to being there. Cool. Cool. That's so cool. Well, Jim, thanks so much for coming on. And once again, everybody, give him a call. Set up a trip. What's the number again, Jim? Area code seven zero eight. Six zero one one nine six two, and thank you very much, Chauncey, for having me on. No problem, buddy. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. You know us. Hey, we know the outdoors. Chauncey's Great Outdoors is on the road again, so mark your calendars for August seventh from six to seven a.m. for our live remote indoors at Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs in Westchester, Illinois, at Thirty First and Wolf Road. We'll have a show packed with fun prizes, special guests, and more, all at the live remote at Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs at Thirty First and Wolf Road, August seventh from six to seven a.m. Don't miss this once a year extravaganza. Illinois Department of Public Health rules for face masks apply. Waterworks has been through this pandemic for everyone who owns a boat or dreams of buying a new boat. Waterworks wants to make your dream of owning a 2022 Lund or Low boat powered by your Mercury outboard this year. Waterworks is taking deposits now for the 2022 London Low Boats with a Mercury outboard motor to be ready for that fall fishing trip. But if you have a boat you're not using or want to sell or maybe trade in, let Waterworks give you a price no one can match. Waterworks will hold your special Waterworks price on these new models and give you all those special price incentives way before any boat show and guarantee to hold that price today with a deposit made today. So stop in now and make a deposit on your 2022 Lund or Low for that fall fishing trip with a new Mercury outboard at a price no one can match. Go to waterworks.com or call them at 708-798-9700. If you fish and hunt in Illinois, you'll love Midwest Outdoors magazine. Right now, you can get a full year of Midwest Outdoors, 12 issues, for only $14.95. That's a $15 savings off the regular newsstand price. Whatever species you fish, whatever game you hunt, Midwest Outdoors experts will share their time-tested techniques and favorite spots with you. Each month, Midwest Outdoors has dozens and dozens of articles, reports, maps, and proven methods to help you enjoy the outdoors. Illinois residents receive a free state section focusing on fishing and hunting right here in Illinois. Pick up Midwest Outdoors at leading newsstands. Or to save $15 off the annual cover price, subscribe to Midwest Outdoors. You'll get 12 issues for only $14.95. Call now, 1-800-606-3474. That's 1-800-606-FISH. Visa, MasterCard, and American Express are accepted. Or to subscribe online, punch up MidwestOutdoors.com on the web. Midwest Outdoors, helping people like you enjoy the outdoors. When you're fishing for salmon with Diamond Ghost Charters on Lake Michigan, the two words every fisherman loves to yell is, Fish on! 
and Captain Tony of Diamond Ghost Charters will put you on the fish when you're looking to go. A salmon fishing trip with Diamond Ghost Charters is a perfect way to spend a half a day or a full day out fishing with friends, family, or co-workers all on Lake Michigan. So let Diamond Ghost Charters out of Winthrop Harbor hook you up with a chunky summer coho, a trophy fall king, or a lunker lake trout. They're all waiting for you with Diamond Ghost Charters. Don't wait. Call Captain Tony at 847-838-2037. That's 847-838-2037. And get ready to yell, fish on! Visit sunsetcountry.com and discover a world of possibilities from fishing, hunting, attractions, events, camping, tournaments, boating, and more. Whether you're staying at a resort for a week or camping or just passing through, there are plenty of things to do in Sunset Country. And you can find it all on visitsunsetcountry.com. But the key to planning a perfect trip to Northwest Ontario is to go online to visitsunsetcountry.com and order your free Sunset Country travel guide and fishing map. And not dream about a Canadian trip, but be part of a Canadian trip at visitsunsetcountry.com. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors Radio Network. For more information, contact us at chaunceymedia at aol.com. This segment is brought to you by diamondghostcharters.com. Go fishing with Captain Tony and get ready to yell, fish on! Well, let me tell you a story about a little fella. This is Kevin Van Dam, and you're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. Yeah, the bluegill boogie. When the bass ain't biting and the trout are gone, try the Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Chauncey's Great Outdoors. On the phone with me, yes, it's the educational segment of Chauncey's Great Outdoors, as I like to call it, the G-Wiz segment with our great friend, naturalist, photographer, uh, just strange outdoor nature guy that I love dearly, <laughs> Stan Tequila. How you doing, Stan? <laughs> doing good, Chauncey. Doing really good. Stan, people, I, I, I even fall into the trap. So I got I have to say, I full fall into the trap. People uh, all around the country, they set up these eagle cams. Yes. Uh, and you sit there and watch an eagle sitting for hours while I'm working. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I fall into the trap, you know, and it's, it's a good thing that the Eagle doesn't have little signs that, you know, advertising on the side of them or something. I shouldn't say that out loud. Someone will do that, but I mean, yeah, no doubt. E- Eagles. I mean, you know, th- it's always an early spring thing with them sitting on nests and it- it's yeah. just, it's a whole strange out of all the birds of prey, eagles just seem to be different in the nests and that whole process to me. Am I, or am I just goofy? No, you're not goofy. Uh, so bald eagles, first of all, um, have made a great comeback uh, since their ultimate low point in the 1970s. Uh, they, they, we had very low numbers at that point. Um, and since then, since the uh, uh, kind of, uh, you know, the, the creation of the Endangered Species Act, you know, I know a lot of people don't like to don't like that, but uh, you got to face it; it has done a great job of bringing back a lot of different animals. Mm-hmm. The bald eagle is a good example of it. I think it was back in 2010 
Uh, every state in the United States had at least one pair of nesting bald eagles. So we've seen this great comeback, and people are fascinated with this bird. There are a lot of eagle cams out there. You can search for these uh, eagle cams. There are live feeds for eagles. A very good friend of mine, uh, John Howe, who runs the um, Decora Iowa Eagle Cam, this is one of the more popular eagle cams out there, um, they do an amazing job with it. And uh, right now, uh, these birds are sitting on eggs. I mean, it may seem early. There may be snow still on the ground, but they are still, they've already started nesting. Uh, and uh, they're really a fascinating thing to watch. I know the Minnesota DNR has a, a good uh, eagle nest camp, and I know the Decora Iowa uh, one has a very good one. That's the one from um, Raptor Research Group. Um, and these things are fun, and you're right. It's addictive. You start watching this thing, and you're really impressed with it and to watch the comings and goings and the uniqueness of what's happening. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, John, see, I'm well known for saying things like, um, you know, these, these animals don't read the books that we write for them. They break the rules all the time. They don't follow what we think they should be doing. And the eagles are a good example of it. Last year, um, in uh, 2020, there was a, a, a threesome of owls. It was um, two uh, males and one female, and they uh, attended to the baby all together, the three of them. Uh, this is uh, fairly uh, common stuff. Um, we actually see in the bird world, when I was in college, I spent, uh, I, I actually studied a lot of uh, homosexuality in birds, too. So, um, and that, so it's a very common thing across the whole animal kingdom. Mm -hmm. And so there's some, there's all of these variations out there. Again, we oftentimes, we like to pigeonhole things. We like to box things up, put a little bow on it and say, mm -hmm. okay, this is what you are. You know, and in fact, they're living, breathing, uh, thinking animals that uh, that are different and, and don't always fit into those boxes that we like to provide for them. So there's all sorts of things going on with the eagles and the eagle cams. That are, I highly recommend trying to get hooked into one of those. I came across an interesting animal cam just the other day, uh, and it was uh, Lynn Rogers up at the National uh, bear Institute in northern Minnesota, and they have a live bear cam of a, uh, a hibernating black bear under somebody's cabin in northern Minnesota. And I thought that was pretty great. And you can just tune in and you can watch this bear hibernating. It is absolutely fascinating. That's cool. That's <laughs> You got my attention on that one. I'm going to have to look that one up. Now, well, <clears throat> Chauncey, what's really unique about that is when you think of a bear hibernating, what do you think of? You think of some bear laying on its side, unconscious, mouth open, tongue hanging out, snoring away, right? And this is what we think of. But in fact, they are awake. Their eyes are open. They're rolling over. They're scratching themselves. They're yawning. They're doing all sorts of things. It's very... Uh, different than what we actually think that they're doing. Mm -hmm. And um, we wouldn't know this stuff if we didn't have these opportunities and the technology in which to put up eagle cams or bear cams and things like that and be able to watch them. And the knowledge that we've gained from just simply observing is truly remarkable. Yeah. You know, you were mentioning earlier about not having the eagles uh you know, back in the 70s, I mean, oh, my God, they were almost done. And that's because we were using a chemical called 
DDT. Don't ask me to say it. Right. I, I, I'm, there's no way I'm going to say it. But it was a poison that they would put into, you know, carrion. They would put into, the, you know, they would spray it. And what a lot of people oh. don't realize is, yes, eagles are, you know, pr- primarily a fish eater. Eh, you know, give them a chance. They'll, you know, they'll chase a rabbit a little bit. But, you know, they're really, they're, they're it's a glorified buzzard. I've, I'm not, and no offense to my, the, our country's emblem, you know, but they, they no, they're opportunistic, right. meaning that they'll take advantage of a food source, and yeah. that's smart. Yeah. So the, you know, they're eating stuff that was laced with chemicals out west and everything else that killed the coyotes and everything else that the farmer was trying to do. And here they were thinning the shells, and they would sit on the shells, crack it, so our numbers went down, 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 down. We now have. What I'm going to consider more eagles in the United States than in many, many years, we have them in in Cook County, Illinois, in the suburbs of Chicago in the forest preserves. You can see them flying on the lakefront. You can see them uh, on the Illinois River and many the Mississippi River. You see more eagles now than I don't think my parents, if they were alive, ever saw. And it's only because of we did the right thing, folks. You know, we well, yeah, we banned certain chemicals. Uh, we learned different things, uh, and then you cannot uh, dismiss the fact that the Endangered Species Act, um, uh, which passed in 1974, um, uh, did a whole lot to help protect these uh, these birds. And mm-hmm. given a chance, look what happens. Mother Nature bounces back. When, you cons- when you're consistently, you know, kind of persecuting it and going after it, mm-hmm. there's problems. But when given half a chance, bang, look what happens. Uh, the eagles come back. About 35 years ago, Chauncey, I started uh, working at a nature center. Um, and the very first trip that I... Uh, birding trip that I put together was a trip to go see bald eagles along the Mississippi River between Wisconsin and Minnesota. And on our trip, if we saw 20 eagles in that day, it was a huge success. Huge success. It was like unbelievable. Now, when I lead that trip, we see 500 to 700 eagles, and we get to a point where people are like, oh, it's just another eagle. Let's move on. You know, yeah. <laughs> and, and they, they get their fill of seeing them. And that is really unusual in itself right there. It is, exactly. It's been a huge comeback, and I've witnessed it. I've mm-hmm. seen it firsthand, and that is truly a remarkable thing. And, you know, most people, they'll see an eagle now, and they just can't believe it. But there they are because they're doing very well. A couple of things about eagles and, and the, the eagle cams and, you know, the webcams. Sometimes you're going to see where that nest is swaying pretty well in a windstorm. So oh, yeah. if, you, if you have a little motion sickness in you, just be careful, okay? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, 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 that starts yeah. getting that left. <laughs> and then, you know, I don't want to say it. I'm, I'm going to be polite when I say this, but, you know, sometimes, you know, mom is sitting on a branch real close by and there may be, you know, two eaglets, possibly three. If there's three, that, that, that third one's getting its snot kicked out of it. Uh, I mean, and, you know, kind of like the brothers and sisters aren't real friendly to each other in those nests. Well, I'm glad you noticed that, too. Uh, if you remember our last conversation from a couple weeks ago, uh, we talked about great horn owls and yeah. how they hatch at different time intervals, and then you get, you know, big ones, medium ones, and smaller ones. Uh, and it's not because of the runt. It's because they were hatched last, and they're three to five days, you know, younger than the other ones. Same thing with eagles. 
uh, the younger ones uh, are smaller, and they have to fight. And in nature, it is the strong must survive, mm-hmm. and that is why nature works, and that's how it works. And so, therefore, on years where there's plenty of, where there's lots of food, and the parents are really good at bringing in the food, all of the babies survive. But on years where there's not a lot of food, or the parents aren't very good at uh, providing, then you see that mortality rate go up. Believe it or not, the actual mortality rate of most of these uh, birds is about 50% in the first year of life, which means half of the babies that hatch will, won't make it the first year of, of life. So um, th- that's just the realities of it all. And it's not easy yeah. out there, and only the strong survive. Yeah. M- Mother Nature is not a Disney movie, folks. <laughs> no. It's not a no, Disney movie. Not. And it's it's really something else. Wow, Stan, this is so cool. I mean, literally, Stan, every time I talk to you, I get knocked off about something I've learned, something we've seen, something we've done this. Uh, you know, sometimes if you watch one of those cams, you might see a mom comes back with, you know, some fish or whatever that they found or some yep. piece of something or other. Um, the funny thing is I've never seen on a webcam mom or dad coming back with a turtle but when i helped a biologist in michigan one year many years ago he went up in the nest he wouldn't let me do that i really wanted to do it boy stan i wanted to go up in the nest with him. <laughs> i really really wanted to go but he wouldn't let me um he he was you know whatever he was looking for i have no idea i've thought my head now but he would you know throw stuff out of the nest and i was surprised at how many turtles shells the eagle had in the nest yeah. That's unusual, yeah, because uh, typically speaking, uh, not a lot of things like that prey. You know, um, there are things like uh, the snail kite, which is a, a raptor species down in Florida that specializes in snails. And because times when the snails are low, they'll switch over to turtles. There's not a lot of things that actually eat turtles like that. Mm-hmm. And I was just, I was just amazed. I was like, "Jesus, what's this guy mm-hmm. making turtle soup up there? What the hell, you know?" But it was, yeah. it was interesting. <laughs> well. It's yeah, it's tough to get the meat out of it, so therefore yeah. it's not a really great you know food source for them too. Yeah. Now, having said that, there's chances are that um, a lot of different things will use the eagle nest after the eagles are gone, and so raccoons can bring oh. up something like that. Uh, you know, think, things like that. Other things can happen that we just don't realize. So Never. there's a lot of a lot of explanations for those types of behaviors. Never thought about that, Stan. See, once again, it's the educational segment. You're going to learn something on Chauncey's Great Outdoors with Stan Tequila. Uh, it's really cool. Stan, once again, thanks so much for coming on our program. Hey, how do I find right, more information about you? How do I get more information? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, people can go to naturesmart.com, and uh, from there you can actually uh, do links to my Facebook, uh, Instagram, Twitter, and uh, follow me there and see a lot of my photos and videos and things that I've been doing. And you can also purchase one of the most unbelievable selection of books, whether you're a birder, mushroom picker, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. If you love the outdoors, naturesmart.com, buy some of those books because I have them and I use them a lot. Stan, thanks for coming on. All right, Chauncey, thanks for having me. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. You know us. Hey, we know the outdoors. Chauncey's Great Outdoors is on the road again, so mark your calendars for August 7th from 6 to 7 a.m. for our live remote indoors at Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs in Westchester, Illinois at 31st and Wolf Road. We'll have a show packed with fun, prizes, special guests, and more. 
all at the live remote at Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs at 31st and Wolf Road, August 7th from 6 to 7 a.m. Don't miss this once-a-year extravaganza. Illinois Department of Public Health rules for face masks apply. Waterworks has been through this pandemic for everyone who owns a boat or dreams of buying a new boat. Waterworks wants to make your dream of owning a 2022 Lund or Low boat powered by your Mercury outboard this year. Waterworks is taking deposits now for the 2022 London Low Boats with a Mercury outboard motor to be ready for that fall fishing trip. But if you have a boat you're not using or want to sell or maybe trade in, let Waterworks give you a price no one can match. Waterworks will hold your special Waterworks price on these new models and give you all those special price incentives way before any boat show and guarantee to hold that price today with a deposit made today. So stop in now and make a deposit on your 2022 Lund or Low for that fall fishing trip with a new Mercury outboard at a price no one can match. Go to waterworks.com or call them at 708-798-9700. Plan your next Illinois adventure to Ren Lake where the fun begins. Ren Lake is situated in the heart of scenic southern Illinois and can offer you 19,000 acres of water fun and recreation all within Interstates 57 and 64. At their website, enjoyrenlake.com, you can learn about Southern Illinois lodging at its finest, restaurants, family activities, bike trails, camping, and some fantastic fishing and hunting all in one spot at Ren Lake. And it's one of my favorite places to go. So go to enjoyrenlake.com or call them at 314-580-2577. 314-580-2577. And plan your next Illinois adventure that will have you coming back again and again. Illinois, mile after magnificent mile. Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs on 31st and Wolf Road in Westchester has everything you love and more. Their new take-home meals from Paul's Market right there in the store where you can bring it home, heat it, and enjoy your choice of baked lasagna, eggplant, baked rigatoni with vodka sauce, sausage and basil sauce, and more. Or you can try one of Paul's new family meals that will feed four to six people hot ready for the table from eggplant parmesan, ricotta gnocchi, chicken parmesan with sides, and a dessert you can't go wrong. And while you're at Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs on 31st and Wolf Road in Westchester, pick up a sandwich along with your take-home heat-and-eat meal for that true comfort food feeling. Place an order for pickup or delivery by phone to 708-531-9080 and tell them Chauncey sent you. When you're fishing for salmon with Diamond Ghost Charters on Lake Michigan, the two words every fisherman loves to yell is, Fish on! And Captain Tony of Diamond Ghost Charters will put you on the fish when you're looking to go. A salmon fishing trip with Diamond Ghost Charters is a perfect way to spend a half a day or a full day out fishing with friends, family, or co-workers all on Lake Michigan. So let Diamond Ghost Charters out of Winthrop Harbor hook you up with a chunky summer coho, a trophy fall king, or a lunker lake trout. They're all waiting for you with Diamond Ghost Charters. Don't wait. Call Captain Tony at 847 838 2037. That's 847 838 2037. And get ready to yell, fish on! You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors Radio Network. For more information, contact us at chaunceymedia at aol.com. (laughs) 
Chauncey's Great Outdoors is brought to you by Waterworks, 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills, Paul's Pizza in Westchester, DiamondGhostCharters.com, HookandHuntTV.com, Midwest Outdoors Magazine, the magazine for the true Midwest sportsman, Run Lake Area Tourism at Visit renlake.com and enjoy renlake.com bizbait the soft plastic baits made for the professional bass angler who want to catch more fish that's bizbait.com don't forget for that true canadian experience go to visit sunsetcountry.com that's visit sunsetcountry.com segment is brought to you by Waterworks. Waterworks Boat Sales at 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills, 708-798-9700. Now take down your fishing pole and meet me at the fishing hole. We may not get a bite all day, but don't you rush away. What a great place to rest your bones and mighty fine for skipping stones. You feel fresh as a lemonade setting in the shade. I'm listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoor on ESPN Radio AM 1000 in Chicago. Like a food, what a fine day to take a stroll and wander vision hole. I can't think. Hey everybody, I hope you're enjoying today's show. So far, I'm having a great time. And uh, let's get into some uh, outdoor news here, what's going on in the great outdoors. We've got a lot, some fishing reports we want to talk about. First of all, let's hear the Aiden Fishing Report. This is sponsored by our friends at Waterworks Marine, 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills, 708-798-9700. Papa, all your grandkids are here on the boat without you. Why? <laughs> okay. We're catching bluegills, small pike, bass, and yes, little bitty perch. If you were here, we would make you jump off the boat and into the water. It's a lot of fun. Allison and her parents went to the Grand Haven area and were finding only a few salmon and trout in 140 to 230 feet of water. They were using spoons and flies, and that's about it. But they said the people on the pier, things were slow for them, and they were not happy. I mentioned they weren't happy. Uh, <laughs> Aiden, the uh, Roger and his dad and the family were in Manistee, and fishing was on and off. They caught a couple Chinook salmon and along a shelf that was over 100 feet deep of water and south towards the Big Sable Point. Lake trout were caught around 100 feet of water, and they were also slow. Your granddaughter just jumped off the bow of the boat and yelled, Hey, Papa! <laughs> the kids are having a great time. Um, hope to see you soon. Love all of your fishing grandkids. P.S. I'm the better fisherman of all of them. Oh, Aiden, conceit is not your thing. Well, that report was brought to you by the Aiden Fishing Report from West Michigan, uh, sponsored by Waterworks Marine. Lake Michigan, Chicago. Perch fishing is so-so. We're getting some reports, but it's secondhand reports. I, no photos, no things. I need to see photos of somebody's catching perch. And you all have cell phones. Take a photo and send it to me. 
but it's really, I'm not uh, excited about uh, the reports I'm getting in the Chicagoland area. My buddy Two Hot Dog Joey said he took a limit catch of salmon from boats, but they had to work for them a little harder now. And weather was getting rough. They were on one day, and they couldn't go out for two days. Uh, when the lake settles down, their thinking will be much, much better. Diamond Ghost Charters Captain Tony, you heard on the show, said he's working out of Winthrop Harbor and doing pretty well. Cohoes are big and fat. His phone number is 847-838-2037. Northwest Indiana. Our reporter Tyree Williams said he worked a lot of areas uh, for perch and did okay, but he had to work a lot of humps throughout the, the lake area, and he says it just wasn't easy. They did catch some coho and a couple lake trout, and that was a pretty good thing. Spin doctors and flies what they were going with. Cook County Forest Preserves. Bluegill on small hooks, bobbers, and worms are still a lot of fun. Crappie are scattered a little bit deeper, though. Check out those areas. Lakes are all f- full and looking good. Ren Lake, sponsored by Ren Lake Area Tourism and joyrenlake.com. Deeper fish cribs in the brush piles and rock uh, bass. Bluegill are all over the lake, and bass action is on an upswing, and catfish are good to very good. Ooh, yeah. Uh, remember, a little bit of heaven at exit 77. Enjoyrenlake.com. Chain of Lakes. Lake County catfish are smacking stink bait in the river, walleye in the main lake points, and up the river uh, towards Wisconsin line. Bass are pretty good. Look for the weeds or wood or with a surface bait early in the morning or plastics in the afternoon. Bluegill are flat-out fun. Lake Geneva, heavy boat traffic, push fish a lot deeper. Most success is coming from drop shop, shotting four-inch worms, or drifting night crawlers at night. Pike are off the weed lines anywhere between 15 and 25 feet of water. Walleye are fair, but stay after dark in that weed line, 15 to 24 feet. I like that sound. Sounds good to me. Uh, Once again, in Fremont, uh, Wisconsin, water levels are dropping. Fish are holding around current breaks. And bluegill are close to shore and in the backwater areas. Walleye should be improving as soon as action gets a little bit better. That's what sounds good to me. Well... You know what? I can hear what? Is that the flute playing? Yes, it is. I can hear the flute playing a little bit, which means we're coming to the end of the show. And I'd like to leave you with this Native American proverb from my friend, Apensui Majorat. It says, if you listen to the sounds of nature, you will understand all of nature that is around you. If you listen quietly to the sounds of nature all around you, you will li- li- learn what they have to say and be in touch with nature. Very true. Once again, we don't own the woods, the rain, the storm, the fish we catch. We really are borrowing it all from our children's children's children. We'll see you next week right here on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. Take care, everybody. <laughs>